we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through them I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. I was made to think it is holy to live less. I thought it was spiritual that you was deep because you were suffering. I, I suffer with Christ. And then I come across a scripture that says, I became poor. That you could become rich. I bore your infirmities. The chastisement of your peace is not supposed to be on you, it's on me. So if I took the weight of your peace, you're supposed to live in shalom. Shalom means nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken. That's the peace of God. He says, I... Boo-boo, it's time to think big. This ain't, this, this don't bother God. God is not intimidated by you being blessed. He says, I delight in the prosperity of my people, of my children. I just get glad when they're doing well. He says, the Father is glorified when you bear much. Say much. Much mean plenty. Much means a lot. So when you look at the text, it says that they brought forth, uh, you know, go to that uh, uh, 23. Is it verse 23, Jeff? If it ain't, let's take it down. Put 23 up there. I think that's it. 13 and 23. Matthew 13 and 23. He says, I like this. I like this. Uh, but he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also bear forth, bear, bear fruit, and bring it forth. Go ahead, read it. Some. You know what I, what I like about it, Yasmin? I like that he didn't say some 30, some 60, and some 100. He begins with the 100 to say you could expect 100. See, if he had started with 30, we so excited we would jump at 30. He says, no, I can start at 100 because I want my people to begin at the top. I would say, we think so small and because we think small and you don't get what you think, that's why you get nothing. When you desire small and miss, the only thing after small is nothing. I'll say it again. When you desire small, Rose, and you miss, you get nothing. 
See, if I fall short of what I believe in God for, I still left with five million. Oh, y'all ain't. If I miss Geo, if I miss, I really don't plan to miss, mind you. But if I miss what I believe in God for, I can end up with five million, so I have to stretch that and make that work. Now, 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 some of you, everyone that's uncomfortable, this may not be the church for you, boo-boo. This may not be where God is designed for you to be. If those of you that there's something jumping on the inside of you as I'm preaching, you're in the right house. If someone on the inside of you saying, I needed to hear something like this, because all my life, I was hearing small. I was thinking small. Where I was preaching small. My family thinking small. But now I'm in a church where someone telling me that I can go in. Oh, Love it. Small thinking is not of God. And everyone that's disturbed by what I'm saying, go in scripture and find where God says think small. Let me give another example. This is even in the, in, in the notes. He said, you know what? Let me find this. I know this. Go to Genesis 12. Verse number one. This is in the notes. Hardly none has been in the notes. No how. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. Verse 2. And, 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 and I will make of thee what? And I will what? And I will do what? A couple of folks can know who you is. Now you say? That if you go to your workplace, they'll know you. He says, I'm going to make your name great. Great name means wherever you walk in a place and you say Denzel. Hold on, hold on, that's Denzel? We got to make room for him. See, I'm in the book. If you all don't want to believe the Bible, if you only want to believe the things that you find in there that seems minimal, go ahead. This says, I'm going to make your name great. And that, watch this. God says, I'm not going to bless you. I'm going to make you the blessing. I'm not just going to bless you I'm going to make you the blessing okay one more time I'm not just going to bless you what I'm going to do I'm going to make you a blessing that means when someone is low and broken and depressed and they need a way out all you got to do is show up and once you show up you represent the blessing some of you are believing God for miracle signs and wonder I'm telling you that's low-level thinking I'm telling you you are the miracle you are the sign and you are the wonder in the earth when people see what God brought you up out of when they see what you're driving and see where you live in and see the oil on your life and see the anointing on your life they gonna say oh there got to be a God that your Bible says that when Nebuchadnezzar saw the oil of God on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He says, listen, everybody serve their God. 
Everybody, you better serve their God because our God light. Their God, that boy off the chain. If he's able to deliver them out of my hand, not, and think about it is, he says, they said, they, they said in Nebuchadnezzar, the God that we serve, uh, uh, Daniel 3, 17, 18, he is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand. They said this to the king's face. That's crazy, that's suicidal. To say that kind of thing to a king, to, they didn't mumble it, they said it directly to him. Because the verse before it says, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Is that, is that what they said? There it is, O oh, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you. In other words, we don't even care how we answer you. You ain't all that. Now this is a dude who built one statue big so of himself. Talk about a narcissist. They say, we ain't careful to answer you. Go on. Uh, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. And if he don't deliver us, you still light. If he don't deliver us, we still ain't going to bow down. Because our God, use a joke to our God, soldier. He put them boys in the fiery furnace, heated up seven times harder. The brethren them was having a walk-a-ton in the fire, man. Looks in the fire and the fellas them walking around. I mean, no chains on them because they were putting their bound hand and foot. I thank God for the fire because the Lord allowed the fire to burn the shackles off. You thought the fire was to kill you. The fire is being ordained by God to free. Oh, don't make me preach this. The fire in your life has not been ordained to kill you. It's been sent by God to loose you. Oh, God Almighty. And, and the Bible. The Bible says, go back, he says, uh, didn't go back, he says, did not we put three men in their bound? He says, what's it? Did not we cast, what does it say? Three men bound in the midst of the fire. And they said, true. That's what we did, King. He says, but if you bound, if you put three men in bound, why am I looking in the same fire and I see four men, but not just four men. I see four men loose and they even ain't on the edge of the fire. Them jokers in the midst of the fire and they even ain't height. And the fourth one, that I ain't Jesus now, that I ain't Jesus, the fourth one is an angel looks like the son of god in the old testament when you see son of god it usually speaks to angels the lord said something to me in prayer robin and i were praying last night the lord said to me he says do you realize that i have a group a department she tell you this and the, the lord took us in the place of prayer last night he says i have a department of angels whose assignment it is to mend your body i have a department of angels whose job it is to fight for you I have a department of angels whose job it is to work business. I said, what do you mean business? No, they deal with files and computer systems and transactions. I said, that makes sense. No, I said, I have a department of angels that will go into Scotia. You ain't got to receive it. That's all right. You can stay in your little, stay in your small thinking. He says, I have a department of angels 
that have access to Bank of Bahamas when they close. I got a crew of angels that can get into Commonwealth Bank while they close. And as far as you know, your last meeting says you are not qualified. They'll go back to work next Thursday. And your phone will ring from the same bank that told you you're not qualified. And they will call you and say, listen, Mr. Roll, I don't know what happened, but can you please come in? Because somewhere I see that you should be approved for what you just applied for. Glory be to God. I see angels about to be released on your behalf. I don't know what kind of angel you need, whether it's the healing angel, the protection angel, or the banking angels, but This one look like this. This one. Oh God, we gotta go. This one looks like the Son of God. And the end of the story. Go to that verse you found later. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mother of the furnace. And he spake and said, You servants of the most high God, come forth and come hither. Then them boys came out. What happened that, Jeff? Then he spake and said, Bless be. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had sent his angel and delivered servants that trusted in him, and have what the next verse says, sir. Come to the rest part of verse 28. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language would speak anything amiss against the God of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a downhill because there is no other God. Because there is no other God. God is not about to elevate you because you deserve it. Your elevation is not going to be something that you earn. The elevation is that is coming to you is because God needs some people to know that there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. God is choosing you as an example in the earth. He's going to make you a sign and a wonder so that everybody else will be able to say there's no other God. says I'm, I'm making you a sign and a wonder last year last three years we were walking in the blessing we shifting this year this year we will become the blessing we will become the blessing this this really is part A of the introduction. I can preach it next week. No, I'm not going to preach it. I'm going to talk it. I'm going to talk you through why we need to mature. Because all of this is the word bearing fruit in your life. Now, please, please go back, um, Jeff, to, to Matthew 13, 23. I'm, I'm closing with this. I know I had you long, but I got to close with this. 
But he that receiveth the seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word, understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some sixty, some hundred, sixty, and thirty. The word coming to pass in your life is not God's responsibility. When a word that is not fulfilled in your life lingers and doesn't come to pass, it's not on God. <clears throat> the word coming to pass is on you. Any word that is left unfulfilled in your life is not on God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm saying this with boldness and authority. You control the manifestation of the word spoken over your life. You control it. I told y'all watch night how we prayed and we declared our house that we're in now in the manifestation. We spoke it in the manifestation. There was a number that I told God I wanted to see by the end of 2020. A number of adults that I wanted to see in service. When 2020 was over, let me do my math properly. When 2020 was over, we, had, we were seeing 30% more than the number I asked God for. Now, I didn't ask him and leave it. I asked him, see watch this, this is why we ought to pray. Because God will tell you what to ask him like it's your idea. Say it again. He will tell you to ask for things like it's your idea. But because of the system he's put in place, he cannot move on your behalf except you make a request of him. So he will tell you what to ask him for. That's why we enter into prayer, because when we enter into prayer, he tells us how to pray, because we don't know what to ask for. Romans 8 and 26, I believe it is, Jeff, that he says, you don't know what to ask for, you don't know how to pray. So what happens, I will tell you what to ask me for. Some of you ask him for deliverance, but you ain't sick. So you can't trust yourself to pray for you. Because you're praying the wrong thing. Oh God, what did you just, what? He said some of you are sick because of your company. I just heard that. He said some of you, the disease in your body is because of who you connected to. But Lord God. He says if you sever that connection, watch holiness come to you. That came fresh from heaven just now. He said, there's some of you that I am, I am now remembering instances where persons I got around my head started. I'm serious. Start feeling pain in your body. He said, no, no, you don't need healing. You need disconnection. He shows us how to pray. Glory to God. So I'm telling you, the fulfillment of the word over your life is not on him. It's on you. I shared this with Vera this week. I had a, a, a professor in university up in North Carolina who was a man of God, Dr. Emmanuel Nzewi. Nzewi. N-Z-E-W-I. That's what he said, Nzewi. And he overheard me talking. He was a man of God. And I was witnessing to some people in the engineering office. 
And uh, I was telling them, listen, man, what God is about to do in your life is going to change everything about you. So he came out. He's a really nice guy. He came out. He says, Denzel, can I see you in a minute? So I said, okay. Well. So I go in this office. He said, close the door. He says, Denzel. I said, yes, sir. Why did you say that? I said, what? Why did you tell them what God is about to do? I said, I really believe God is about to do. He said, don't say that no more. I said, what? He said, that's, that's, that's not correct. He said, God stopped doing a long time ago. He says, stop saying what God is about to do. You insult God when you say that. And he, he went deep. He says, because you are making God to be retroactive. Say, God is not retroactive. He is proactive. There is nothing that he is going to do that he's not already done. So he says, Denzel, I hear that church language and it annoys me. He says, stop saying God is about to do. God has already done. We now need to do. And once we do, we will walk in the manifestation of what he has already done. God is not about to bless you. He already has. God is not about to heal you. He already has. God is not about to prosper you. He already has. All that you've been, see, 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 when you talk about what God is about to do, you lock God into the time domain. God sits outside of time. And so when you say God is about to, you put timing on God and timing can never be put on God because he sits outside of time. Time is created by him. That's why the same God that is alpha at the same time, he's also omega. And if you don't know the Greek alphabet, he fixes it. He says, I'm Alpha and Omega. Okay, you slow. I am beginning. And I am end. That's why he was the lamb slain. From the foundation of the earth. This is why he says to Job, where were you when I told the water to stop here? Who held the tape when I laid the foundations of the earth? Ain't nothing happens and catches me by surprise. There's nothing that God will be that, nothing that God will do has not already been done. We're walking into what he has done. Can I give you one last scripture? I won't even preach it. He can just put it up there. And I can read it and then I walk in off the stage. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. See how smart Yasmin is? Joshua 1 and verse 8, Jeff. He says this. I can't even rile because it was so good today. <laughs> the book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Let's read after the colon. Everybody ready? Read. Who's going to make your way prosperous? Who is thou? You are the thou. You will make your way prosperous when you put a premium on the word of God. Watch this. When you keep the word in your mouth. 
when you meditate in it day and night and observe to walk in the word that God has given you, he says, then you're going to make your own way prosperous. Take your prosperity out of the devil hand. Take it out of your preacher hand. Take it out of your boss hand. Take it out of your jobs hand. Take your prosperity back and declare, I will make my way prosperous. If you were blessed by the word today, come on, give him glory. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.